us feeling it. I hope you are feeling it too. Let's get another wrap on. Here we go. Welcome y'all to the Think Different Podcast. Will and Tim are here to talk about our past. The Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Unlike iPhone 7, Will's finding loopholes. The audio on that phone is a bunch of crap. The shh keeps failing, but I got one more rap. The coronavirus is spreading around the land. Let's start the podcast and record in Garage Band. Welcome to the Think Different Podcast. XXX episode in Roman numerals, but I wanted to come up here, guys. Earlier this week, we actually recorded a podcast, but we actually had some technical difficulties. So this episode is going to include uh, some news, and that is the bulk of our episode. We had an interview lined up and we had everything going, but of course, technical difficulties occurred and it was unable to be completed. We interviewed our friend Chris, who was a former genius at the Apple Store. So we did record the news for the week, and that is what I'm going to be delivering to you guys today. So that will be a little choppy, so forgive me if it's not perfect, but this is the episode that we were able to save, and then next week we'll get to Chris joining us for news and also a special interview with him. Make sure you check out the Think Different Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. It's called Look for us at Think Different Podcast, and then on the Twitter, it will be at Think Diff Pod. So check us out. So we're going to get right to the news story, and before we do that, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. It was definitely my pick to win, so very happy to have that happen. Also, this week actually celebrates my one-year anniversary since I left Apple, and I has a very special video I posted on my Facebook page of my actual clapout. So check out the Think Different podcast page. You will see the actual clapout that occurred. Uh, people like it's. It was one of the most emotional days I ever had because I never thought I'd be leaving Apple, and when the opportunity came up to leave, I I took advantage of it. But this was truly one of the best videos. In fact, it's probably one of the most viewed videos that I have I have on my Instagram, on my Facebook. And it was just uh, people don't even know that people clap out for that. So check out our Instagram and Facebook and see my clap out that occurred over one year ago. And that night was just so special because another gentleman left Apple. He was going to the military and we got to kind of combine my going away party with his. He got married on the spot uh, just because he was leaving uh, his fiance. And it was a really special night going bowling, laser tag. It was just so cool of a night. And I'll never, ever forget it because it was so many, like at least 30 to 40 people. We all hung out together. And it was like the last goodbye for at least me, it was. And I'll never forget that day. So thank you to Quaker Bridge for giving me that love. Uh, leaving on my final day, and I really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to hopefully see you guys down the road one more time. But now it is time to get to the segment that Tim, or in this case, Vacation Tim, is never prepared for. It is time for the news. All right, so class action lawsuit over the iPhone 7 audio chip defect narrowed but allowed to proceed. 
There is a lawsuit accusing Apple of violating consumer laws and breaching its warranties over an alleged iPhone 7 and iPhone 7 Plus audio chip defect. Um, so this has there's a was a quality program for it a while ago, and I'm sure Chris and Will have a lot to say about this subject. But in a nutshell, there is materials used in the iPhone's external casing that were deemed insufficient and inadequate to protect the internal parts, which then eventually led to the audio chip losing electrical contact with the logic board due to the due to due to flexation of the device during regular use. Um, so then. Apple had this microphone issue that was reported in the iPhone 7 and iPhone 7 Plus models, and it became informally known as a loop disease. So then they issued a warranty exception for these affected iPhones, where if you were part, if your serial number was part of this program um, that was distributed after around May of 2018 to July 2018, you're able to get your device repaired for no cost, um, even if it's out of warranty and stuff like that. Um, that has since gone away. And now it allows customers to pay $300 plus to do an out of warranty repair for the iPhone. We I've talked about, we already know my opinion regarding it, but there's not one but two audio issues right. with this device. So the one we're referring to is the one that Apple is all, already was covering. The iPhone 7 also, specifically the 7, not so much the Plus, also had the, the fried audio issue on the board where the speaker and the microphone would no longer work and you would have to use a Bluetooth pair of headphones in order for your to even listen to anything because it wouldn't work. Uh, so that was a major flaw that is not related to this exact issue. It's something completely different. And this is where we talk, this is why we make fun of the iPhone 7 all the time on the show, is because the iPhone 7 probably was the worst iPhone that ever came out from a quality program perspective. It was the, it's, it was the worst as far as service. <laughs> and yes, iPhone 5 had the sleep button. I will, I, they covered that for years. This is, and this is a, there was two different failures that were very similar of what was happening. And you had to differentiate one from the other. We did cover that issue for like two weeks and and then and then they pulled it back and then and now there's there was no coverage at all citing it to be a failure in the device that is apparently not common but it happens all the time so the girl this girl Brittany, who's a customer that's how much i remember this person's name would come into the apple store almost every month within the 90-day warranty and we had to swap that phone i swapped it about four to five times for the same issue, and at some point we finally got her a brand new device because we gave her a trade-in value. She was so frustrated that we gave her a trade-in value that was of a normal working phone, which was fair, a brand new like a, like a success, like a high a different style phone. And I think they hooked her up with like a free case and like free Apple Care, like they did right by her. But it took her four to five times to come back to the store and and, and see us and to remember her by name. That just tells you how bad that was. And that was that was six, you know, but as far as seven goes, this is a I, I I'm not gonna be surprised if there's a settlement involved with this. Apple offering on-site device repairs in select cities through a I'm I'm going to put in quotations, GoTech services. Apple is now offering an on-site repair option for customers in select cities who need issues with their Apple devices address but aren't able to visit a repair shop or Apple store. 
This on-site repair options are available through Apple authorized service provider, GoTech Services, which promises to repair your device at your home or office. So this is in select cities available in San Francisco, LA, New York, Chicago, Houston, and Dallas. Um, so it'll be when you try to look for an authorized service provider or an Apple store near you, if it is available in your area, it would actually be the top option available to you. Um, so it's pretty cool. You can schedule a service. Um, right now, they're only able to get, it seems like, no battery repair on an iPhone, but you can do a cracked rep- crack display. I, I can tell you right now, even with my our own company, we use a third party. We use Dell to come in. We do have people that come in from Dell uh, to replace service parts because we have a paid warranty with them. This is an example of Apple opening this up even more. The question is, when it comes to these techs, you know, what kind, I'm, I'm assuming they have an Apple certification. Does Apple use them for other things that's not just this? You know, because I'm, it's really opening a door that, you know, we talked about this last year with Best Buy opening up their, you know, Apple Care. Apple's, I think Apple's just trying to get people away from the Apple store as much as possible now. It just feels like that. Remember the whole idea now that displays, by the way, back in the day, we used to have to use a machine that would actually verify your display works. Now it's just software, which makes it mobile now because of that reason. All you got to do is bring a Mac and a USB cable, and that's all they need to do to, to run the testing. Uh, key thing will be is when you're entering in what your problem is, you better be right. Because if you book the wrong thing and that person comes to your device and, and you enter the wrong stuff, that's going to be a problem and you're going to cause your own problem. So, but it looks like they schedule your service. You receive a, a appointment confirmation and the technician will meet you at the time and location of your appointment. So this is kind of great for like businesses. I think this is really good for them, especially, I mean, I I'm working with a very high end person at Sirius XM. If his screen cracks and I could do something like this, that's a big win. It's important to note that these are not, Apple store employees. These are kind of like treated as an authorized service provider employees. Um, So it's kind of like a geek squad in a way, right? It's exactly like a geek squad. So yeah, we'll probably hear more about this in the news as it uh, starts to become more popular and, you know, more people starting to use it and like getting out all the bells and whistles and stuff like that. Apple closes all stores, corporate offices, and contact centers in China from February 1st to February 9th due to the coronavirus outbreak. Bottom line is uh, any any business right now is anyone that has to go to China for anything has been blocked. Even my own company, it's blocked. So no one's going there, you know, until they figure this out. So do me a favor, don't travel anywhere and wash your goddamn hands. You turn the page, you wash your hands. And then you turn the page and then you wash your hands. Google admits some private videos in Google Photos were sent to strangers. Google has emailed some users of Google Photos to inform them that some of their private videos were accidentally sent to strangers. This is a technical issue for people that use the Google Takeout service to download their data between November 21st and November 25th of last year. Google says it only affected about 0.01% of Google Photo users, but being that they have a over 1 billion user base, that's kind of a lot. Um, But yeah. This is, they've conducted an in-depth analysis to help prevent this from ever happening again. But that's just kind of weird, like, to sh- have, like, a video show up in your archives of 
some random person. This explains, the, but this explains the, vul- the vulnerability of what Google is. This is why I don't use Google. I mean, they gave you those photos for free. Now, by the way, they dumbed down your quality of your photos too, which a lot of people don't know that they do that. But yeah, they give you the the photo thing for free. But man, there this was just embarrassing. Now, we've seen worse stuff at Apple where, and they accidentally showed us that. You know, or if they decide to leave stuff in their photos app and we transfer it for them, boy, man, you got to learn how to cover up your stuff, man. This is something, other things that we see are just really nasty. But Google is this is just another privacy security flaw that Apple is not known for because they will not do any of those things. And this is one of the values of being inside of the ecosystem of Apple. I always loved the customers that would come running into the store and they'd be like, hey, hey, like come here, come here, and they like bring you to a corner of the store, and they'd show you their like iPhone, and be like, "It says my iPhone has a virus. Like, why does it have a virus?" And you like see the URL, and you you automatically figure out why they have the the alleged virus. <laughs> Apple TV Plus competitor Disney Plus already has over 28 million subscribers. Disney CEO Bob Iger said today during Disney's Q1 earnings call that they have accumulated 28.6 million subscribers um, and it has exceeded the company's greatest expectations, which has surpassed the number of HBO Now subscribers and is gaining on Netflix U.S. subscriber count, which is around 61 million as of this January. You can't really compare this to Apple TV Plus only for the fact that a lot of the majority of the subscriber base for Apple TV Plus is getting it for free. And yeah, exactly, for up to a year for free. Where Disney Plus, yeah. <laughs> Where Disney Plus is, you only really get it free if you're a Verizon subscriber or you can get it discounted in some places, like if you sign up for a multi-year contract or something like that, um, you can get it as low as $3.99, but it's typically going for $6.99 or the very popular, thir- I believe it's $13.99 now, where you get ESPN Plus, uh, Disney Plus and Hulu. You know what's annoying too about Netflix and the more I go on there, the more I'm like, I'm seeing the the end next to everything and it's like, it's starting to go away from what it was yeah. and now you're starting to see less movies, less TV shows on there that maybe you want to go back and watch. Now it's becoming more about their content, which I get. That is, it, it, it went that way. It's our fault because we watched them, you know? So the reality is, that's the direction they wanted to go in regarding, you know, the content. When people watch Bird Box and about Stranger Things and, and, and they're getting high praise, oh, if that's working, then they just keep going down that direction. I mean, honestly, anybody could be on – honestly, anybody could be on Netflix. Just think of a show idea and Netflix will just give it to you. <laughs> I got to tell you, Disney Plus has been great. Even the shorts are, have been really great. I love the Forky shorts. I, I go – I always go back and watch The Boy Meets World. I actually just found Smart Guy on there. That was just like, wow, okay. Yeah, so if you're not a Disney Plus subscriber yet, you know, you should be. Uh, if you had to choose, I mean, but honestly, I mean, if you're a Verizon customer, you get that for free for a year. I'm bottom line, you know, sign up for it. But if I had to choose between Netflix and Disney and I had to say, which one do I not want to do, I'm going to go with Disney. And what, what do they need to match up with Disney Plus? Like, I actually liked, like, For All Mankind. I watched the entire season of For All Mankind on there. It's not really a buzz about it anymore. It was just, like, it came out right before Disney+, Plus, and there's not really that buzz. You do see advertising for it. Super Bowl, there was plenty of ads 
uh, for for Apple TV Plus. So they're pushing it, but you know when that time comes, when that year is up, yeah, that's going to be the key, and they're going to have to talk about their subscription count. They need to add some other service, but they need, they need to get con- they need to get content that already exists from other platforms. And if there's one that's not doing very well or failing, though know, that would be it. Like if they had the, I, I mean, honestly, for me, the Apple TV Plus app should be at where every, you go to one app for everything, every single thing. And they shouldn't worry, they can have their own content on there. But the fact that they're being so stubborn when it comes to like, oh, well, we need to get a fee uh, for Cinemax. And like that's why Netflix is not on there, you know, because if you wanted to search for, Stranger Things on the Apple TV Plus app, that'd be great to go to one app for everything. That's what they should be. But they want to cut. They want to cut. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us for the Think Different Podcast. Yes, this episode is just a little different than all the other episodes. But, hey, technology just doesn't work sometimes and stuff just happens. But I wanted to end this episode with something new that we would like to start doing with every episode, and that is giving you a tip, something that can help benefit your Apple experience. And today, my tip that I just started using two weeks ago is coming from the Shortcuts app. If you don't know what that is, the Shortcuts app is exactly what it sounds like. It's able to do something for you automatically that doesn't require you to physically do it. And the Shortcuts that I'm using is under the automation feature. The automation is based on some kind of series of actions that you tell it to do. So for instance, the one that I set up is when I arrive at a certain location, it automatically texts my wife. So if you go in the shortcuts app, there's an automation section in the bottom middle. And then all your automations show up there, even if it's from the home app or from shortcuts. On the top right corner, there is a plus sign. When you hit that, you get to choose, is it an automation that works for everyone in the home or just your personal automation? And that's a big key difference because if my wife does something different than me at a different time period, it won't matter. So what we're going to do is we're going to create a personal automation. Now in there, you'll see events, travel, settings. The one I set up is travel. And there is something in there called arrive. So when I did that, based on where I get off at my bus, I chose the location and I did it the day I was getting off the bus or I chose the plaza that I get off at. So I choose that. And then the next step is at any time or time range. Now I pass that every morning and every night, but I don't want to run the automation in the morning. So I chose the time range and I did that between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. because that's when I will always get off the bus during the weekdays. So I chose that. Now when I hit next, it's asking me what automation will I run? Well, if I hit add action, I can then send a text message, play a podcast, play music, call somebody. So there's a lot of different things. So I chose to message somebody. So I messaged my wife and there's a send field, which I said, I'm off the bus to her. And then when I hit next, it's all set up, ready to go. And then when you hit done, it's now there. And every time that I get off of the bus, I get an automation pop-up that says, do you want to run this automation, which I hit run. And you can change the message if you like, if you want to update it or add something to it. But I just hit done again. And it sends the automation as a text message to a device. And I find this to be amazing. And I want to use this so much more. But I have to think of scenarios that work for that. So I'm hoping to find more. But this is a great way to 
tell your phone to do something or run an action that will automatically work based on the conditions you choose. And I strongly recommend using this, and it's such a small thing, but when you have a scenario that you do every day around the same time, I guarantee you could probably automate it in here, and you could even set up a Siri shortcut if you wanted to and tell Siri just to do it. So that is our episode for this week. Now, next week, we're going to have an interview with Chris, who was one of the genius technicians at our Apple store. What we're going to do is we'd like him to join us for a new segment, and then we're going to have another episode, like a part two, that will talk about his time at Apple. And based on the conversation we had with him that we didn't that we lost, it's going to be something you wouldn't expect. So I want to thank you for joining us for the Think Different Podcast for this episode. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Think Different Podcast and on Twitter at Think Diff Pod. And check out our website at thinkdifferentpodcast.com. Please leave us a review on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts. We really could appreciate all the great feedback to grow this podcast out. And guys, we want to thank you for having a wonderful week. Have a great Friday. And by the way, happy Valentine's Day to all you lovers out there.